Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, ESPN just did a story on bold moves for all 32 teams. One bold move. We're going to get to, like, let me, let me give you the Panthers' bold move first, which you be the judge. Is this bold? Sign a, a top wide receiver in free agency. Oh, I thought you were going to say get rid of David Tepper. No, oh, really? that's not a fire bold the move. owner. That's a practical move. How how is get they desperately need a wide receiver? Yeah. How is that bold? That's a dumb move. That is like, of course they just, they should do that. One. <laughs> Here's the bold move for the Chicago Bears: draft Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields. Speaking to me. Dan Weeder covers the Bears for the Chicago Tribune, and he joins us on the Adam Gold Show. Does that sound like a plan worth worth exploring to you? No, no way, no how, <laughs> uh-uh, not in, totally veto it. Uh, look, like I've had conversations about this with folks around the league. There are some that say, I could see why you would do it. Practically, it makes zero sense. You're talking about having to... One, on the field, divide up practice time and practice reps and figure out who you're going to be dumping your resources into uh, and and balancing that. Inside the locker room, you're going to have to manage locker room loyalties, which isn't going to go over very well. And then you're going to have a media circus that you better have the strongest tent poles uh, in the history of the universe to hold up that big top because it would be certainly a show and a spectacle every single day for the foreseeable future. I... I don't disagree with any of those things, but from a football standpoint in terms of managing your roster and maximizing the value of Justin Fields, because my guess is right now he's uh, he commands a second-round pick in return, which certainly isn't terrible, uh, and the Bears have pretty good draft capital right now, so it's not a, a huge need. Uh, but if you kept him and let let him play... Maybe he has another good year and you build his value to the point where he's a first round. He gets you a first round pick and you gave Caleb Williams some time like Patrick Mahomes to just kind of watch and deal with it. Um, Wouldn't that be in the best interest of the football team in terms of building the team? Nope, no way, no how. Uh-uh, not signing up for it. Uh, I, I'm going to push back on this as vehemently as I can. Okay. One, Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith, who was an accomplished a longtime NFL veteran who had things that he could show Patrick Mahomes. Justin Fields will be a guy in the final year of his rookie deal fighting for his life with absolutely zero incentive to show Caleb Williams (laughs) anything nor give him any of his time whatsoever because he's working to uh, secure his own future. The other problem is, is that the Bears have rebooted on offense. They just introduced Shane Waldron yesterday at Hallis Hall as the new offensive coordinator. You'd be asking Justin Fields to quickly get up to speed with a new system, uh, with a new coordinator, with a new set of dynamics while being pressured by a rookie behind him and trying to salvage his career in a way that I don't know that you would be betting that he would have the type of year that would improve his draft stock under those circumstances. And so, uh, look, like I don't know that the market right now for Justin Fields' services are that robust when you do the exercise and actually go 
team by team, division by division, and ask who would be lining up to get Justin Fields right now, it it, it kind of is a sobering reality that that there may not be mm-hmm. major demand. Uh, so if you're Ryan Poles and, and you're trying to, to do something here, I think you, you get in your hotel room next week and you entertain uh, conversations with anybody who's interested in Justin and you try to find one that meets your needs and, and, and you turn the page if you are indeed convinced that Caleb Williams or one of these other rookie quarterbacks is, is your guy going forward. Dan Weider covers the Bears for the Chicago Tribune and he's great at it. Uh, and I appreciate you gave the exact same answer. I think you might have even just hit record, hit record the first time and then hit play the second time. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I look. I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily thinking that the move is to keep Fields, uh, but I understand the argument, and I'm I'm all about making it so that the next guy, the the real quarterback of the future has every chance to succeed, and I have right. always been of the mind that the longer you can make him wait and watch and learn, the better your chances are. Patrick Mahomes, you're right. It was a perfect storm. Alex Smith even knew years before they were going to draft Patrick Mahomes that they were interested in him, and he knew when they traded up that Smith was only going to keep that gig for one more year, but he was already secure in who he was. And you're right, Justin Fields is not. Um, what happened over the year? Because I, my my memory tells me that in last off season, we were we were thinking that Fields was still going to be the guy uh, long term, um, and that he definitely showed flashes of really good. What was the year like? You saw him every snap. Yeah, well, when Ryan Poles got here in 2022, the first year that he was with Justin Fields, he said he wanted to see the flashes to to make sure that there was a um, big-time playmaking capable quarterback in there. And he saw the flashes, enough so that they traded the number one pick last year, let the Panthers use it on a quarterback, and decided to uh, see it through with Justin. And then 2023 became all about consistency. They wanted to see consistency from the quarterback. And guess what? consistency wasn't quite there. Justin had a couple of really good performances, uh, one in a win over the commanders in October, the following Sunday in a loss uh, that they, they blew to the Denver Broncos. And you thought, okay, it's here. And then he got hurt and he was up and down and inconsistent and still struggling with flaws that have been there really since he entered the league. And the consistency piece hasn't been there. His fourth quarter rating is abysmal. I think last year among uh, quarterbacks in the league that threw at least 50 passes in the fourth quarter, he ranked, 38 out of 39 quarterbacks with only Bailey Zappi behind him in the fourth quarter. Uh, He's had 19 fourth quarter turnovers in his career, including nine this last year. He gets sacked too much. He doesn't see things that he should see. And so um, look, like I've had this conversation with people around the league. If you're just casually uh, watching the NFL and you get your Fox NFL game break on Sunday and you see the highlight of the most recent Justin Fields touchdown, you go, man, this dude is an absolute star. Look right. at the plays that he's making. <laughs> and then you watch all four quarters of, you know, 38 starts, and you go, man, those don't happen quite frequently enough to offset some of the basic plays that are being missed and then some of the game-losing uh, turnovers or game-on-the-line mistakes that make you 10-28 and 28 as a starter through three years. Now, albeit he hasn't had the greatest supporting cast or right. the greatest setup for, for his first three seasons, but, you know, one of the stats that, that consistently comes up is the Bears have played 51 games since they drafted Justin Fields. He's missed 11 of those games due to injury, and he's won 10. So it's been more Ooh. likely 
that he's going to miss a start due to injury than it is that he's going to win one for you. He would fit right in in Carolina. Dan Weeder covers the Bears for the Chicago Tribune. Uh, and it's funny, Some uh, we had uh, Evan Cohen on from ESPN. And he, uh, it's his impression that the Bears and the Panthers are, like, linked and now, maybe they are, but they're uh, you know both both franchises have uh, in many ways struggled to gain traction, even though the Bears have been around forever since the Earth cooled. Uh, but that quarterback has been a hard one for Chicago to figure out. Uh, do you think they're set on Caleb, or could they trade back a spot or even two and just cha- just take the quarterback that's left? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Well, first of all, when you were talking about bold moves, I thought the, the biggest bold move for Carolina would be to petition the NFL to veto last year's trade and uh, get the number one pick and DJ Moore back. And that would just, be bold. Yeah, yeah, that would be really bold. As far <laughs> as where the Bears stand with this quarterback class, I think obviously this next stretch, starting at the Combine, um, going through the pro days and the visits on campus and at their own facility, are going to be all about doing the homework on the wiring of the kid and, and, and does he have the thick skin, does he have the mental makeup to – be the guy in this type of environment. Look, there's pressure here. There's impatience Mm -hmm. here. There's a lot of spotlight on your performance every single day. And it takes a special kind of individual to be able to handle that in a way that, that allows you to hold up through that. Justin's done a much better job of it than Mitch Trubisky did. You got to figure out what Caleb Williams is made of. And so I think talent wise, I think they're sold. I think now it's all about, okay, can we get with him, feel him out, try to get an understanding of who he is and, and, and what makes him tick and what makes him talk, and then try to figure out, does it fit here? Uh, that's the next part of the equation. Um, if you start to have some serious reservations about that, well, then it's all about having that second binder of contingency plans and figuring out what you think of, of other quarterbacks and, and obviously some other players that are at the top of that draft to, to try to get you on a position where you can sustain success, which has obviously been the problem here forever. Using mock drafts is always problematic to kind of gauge what the real, uh, you know, value is. Uh, but almost all mock drafts now have Williams, May, and Jaden Dan Drake, Drake May from Carolina, and Jaden Daniels going one, two, three. Uh, Williams almost always won. May and Daniels kind of uh, they jockey for position. Um, so if do the Bears have an idea about those other two guys, uh, or is that going to also be found out this week? Yeah, I mean, both, right? Like, they have an idea, and then I think they obviously want to continue to further their, their homework and, and get in a room with these guys and, and feel it. You know, you want to feel that because this guy's going to be asked to be the voice of your locker room, yeah. the face of your franchise, the engine of everything you do. And so you want to be very, very confident because you're betting your career on this. You know, that's the, the next move in this is, is you're betting your career on what this – what this pick will turn into. Uh, and so you want to have that, that assurance, um, you know, and so we'll, we'll see where it goes. The mocks will change too. As we know, when we get through free agency and yes. needs need change a little bit, and there are some intriguing quarterbacks that will, will go places in free agency that will, 
perhaps change things. You know, if the Patriots decide to, to sign someone in free agency, well, then they look like uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. would be a great person to, uh, to to grab at number three, which then right. is one of those three quarterbacks that we've talked about down. And all of a sudden you're starting to play that, that, that game of uh, – of musical chairs a little bit. Yeah, you, they could. I mean, just spitballing here. They could dr- sign Russ, Russell Wilson in free agency and then draft a quarterback in the second or third round uh, as a developmental prospect. Dan Weeder, you can follow him on Twitter at Dan Weeder. Let me ask you this: Does Mitch Trubisky's failure in Chicago impact Drake May at all? Uh, and here's why I asked that: For years, we've heard, "Man, don't draft an Ohio State quarterback. They don't. N- none of them succeed." And we see what we see what happened with C.J. Stroud because there are people who thought, well, no, man, Ohio State quarterbacks—they're never any good. Obviously, he's very good. Does Trubisky impact May? I haven't watched enough of Drake, so you could answer this better from your okay. end to, to help me. But people I've talked to in the league say that you—I mean, there's really no comparison other than the jersey and the helmet. Correct. That, that you just see. <laughs> <laughs> different levels of high-level quarterbacking in Drake May and, and potential and, you know, prototypical stuff that you're seeking for in the position that was not quite there with Mitch. And so um, I don't think that that really will will affect Dre, Drake m- much at all. And, and it sounds like you agree that, that just, just watching them, you understand that they're two totally different types of quarterbacks. They are. here. My, my quick read on May is that he has occasional lapses in accuracy. So sometimes you go, wait, how did the ball, what, what, what was that throw? Why was that throw yeah. so far behind the receiver? And some, maybe it could also be the receiver. We see that all the time where a quarterback's expecting the receiver to go here and he goes there, uh, you know, turn and run or turn and stop all of those things. Uh, but there, he has occasional lapses in accuracy, but I think, uh, and uh, I mean, he's, he's trying to also force the ball in sometimes, uh, but he is, I think he's real, absolutely real. Um, what real, real quick, what do the bears need the most? Well, here's the cool thing. Uh, and, and I've talked about this a bunch in the recent weeks here that in two, you know, after the Khalil Mack trade, they didn't have a first round pick for two years after the trade up for Justin Fields. They didn't have a, a first round pick the next year. We've spent a lot of time talking about the number one overall pick. Well, guess what? They're slated to pick at number nine also. Yes. And so there is some flexibility with that pick that seems really, really appealing to a lot of people in that building. You're talking about potentially getting one of these top three receivers to slip down there. And the, the idea of maybe pairing Caleb Williams with Roma Dunze or Malik neighbors makes your eyes bug out, right? Yeah. The possibility of adding a, a standout offensive tackle there to protect your, your franchise quarterback is really appealing. And so you've got options here to surround your quarterback with really good high level help in the draft. And then in free agency, I think you, overall team needs, I think you're going to want to have a veteran center in here to uh, to upgrade the offensive line, and then it, again, if you can if you can make some of those upgrades uh, to the wide receiver position and, and potentially grab a tackle, all of a sudden you're giving your guy, as you said a, a couple minutes ago, a chance to have a chance, and that's what you want to do right out of the gates with one of these young quarterbacks. Dan Weeder, you're the best man uh, at Dan Weeder on Twitter. Uh, also, if you're a Bears fan, take the North Pod. You should check that out as well. Uh, there's a YouTube channel. Uh, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. I'll bug you. Always good talking to you. Take care. Dan Weider here on the Adam Gold Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done.